Okay, welcome back to Fantasy Baseball Disrupted. It is February 1st, and I will be doing a live mock draft. Not a mock draft, but a draft in a league I don't care about. And so essentially a mock draft in a 12-team league on ESPN Fantasy. And it is a standard, uh, it's a head-to-head, -head, each category league. So you come out, you know, 8-2 and two after the week. 7, 1, and 2, and whatever. Um, and uh, and it is the standard 5x5 five five, uh, categories. So I want to talk a little bit about my strategy, which is always flexible, of course, going in. And you have to sort of see where the other teams are drafting, what they're prioritizing. Is there a run on, you know, starting pitching, uh, whatever. In general, uh, I have some guys that I see as values even in the top two rounds. Um, and of course, there are some sleeper options uh, in the later rounds. But even in the top 50, looking at early ADP, um, there, are some, there are some values that, that I see. And I'm going to be looking to target those guys. And that is independent of my plan. Um, my initial tentative plan is to sort of do what everyone else is doing in general, as long as not too many people are doing it in this particular league. And that is prioritizing stolen bases, excuse me, and, um, and starting pitching. Um, starting pitching that can go 200 innings, 200 strikeouts, and, you know, I guess in this hitting environment, around a three ERA. Um, the end of the ace list... Um, I would say is, you know, Carlos Carrasco. Um, I, I don't consider, you know, Aaron Nola, anything like that. They're not going to be my SP1s, obviously. Um, and, and I'll get into talking about sort of where I have those guys as they get taken um, and as I consider my decision out loud to you guys. Um, so stolen bases, um, of course, not stolen bases for stolen bases' sake, but, you know, uh, you know, power speed, Jose Ramirez, Fernando Tatis, who I do believe in more than the underlying numbers um, suggest, although he's obviously not going to have, you know, a 410 BABIP. Um, you know, Trevor Story, who I mostly believe in, uh, and, uh, and uh, Trey Turner, uh, who I think is overvalued, but... It depends on if your your league is is taking stolen bases and reaching for them, um, and uh, and the other guy Francisco Lindor, and of course you know Yelich, uh, but Yelich and Mookie Betts and and Acuna, um, but I'm just assuming I'm not going to have one of those top three picks. Uh, although Mookie Betts could could slide all the way down to fifth or even sixth if starting pitching is uh, is is a big. Uh, priority in this particular league um, okay my league is not completely full yet so let's talk uh, a little bit or I'll talk a little bit about some of the value guys okay if I'm looking at a well there are all sorts of lists right you have a lot of people just ranking them and then there's the ADP early ADP obviously expert consensus blah 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 um, I, I see Max Scherzer in the teens somewhere um i've heard although i haven't checked this uh but I, i've heard that he's going adp wise and of course that changes at about 17 
which to me is ridiculous. Um, I've heard from at least two sources. I'm not a doctor, but I've heard from at least two sources who have spoken to either trainers or doctors and said that his back injury last year, which limited him, but still he was very useful. And on a per game basis, maybe the best pitcher in baseball, maybe second best to Garrett Cole. His back injury is not likely to be repeated. And this is a guy who had two DL stints in the last decade prior to last year, and he had two, he had two last year. I would, I would be more than happy um, to take him. Uh, I, I, I might even take him 10th, 11th. Um, but I would be thrilled to get him at, at 15, 16, 17. Thrilled, all right? Because that means in a 12-team league that I'm picking right around the middle of the, or a little bit toward the end of the first round, and I think the first round is pretty deep. I don't think Cody Bellinger should be a top-five pick. I don't think he's going to be a top-five player. Um, I think he's going to be more like a top-20 player. I really do. If you look at his second half, um, his first half was a little ridiculous. He's got holes in his swing. Um, and I'm not saying he can't go on a run like that, but there are some guys um, in, in the, I don't think Mookie Betts is all that good. I don't think his power, especially if he goes uh, away from Fenway, and I mean total power, not his home runs. I know he's actually hit more home runs on the road, um, but total power, I, I, I think... He's a small guy who relies on speed. I think his speed will start to diminish a little bit this year. I don't know if his speed diminished last year, but he definitely stole fewer bases, and I just don't even think he can be counted on to steal 20 bases, although I wouldn't be surprised if he stole 30. Um, but, you know, when you're talking about the first round, you want to, you know, draft for floor, obviously. Um, and you, you're not taking gambles uh, in the first round. Although I'm talking about value players and and you're taking a possible gamble on Max Scherzer, but I don't think it's that big of a gamble, um, if that makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm a little torn on Trevor's story. I don't know if I completely buy it on a week-to-week basis. He's a little scary because he can be dominant. He can carry you some weeks, but he is not so great and they have the Coors hangover. Uh, when they play at Coors Field, excuse me, uh, the next road series, they typically, the Colorado hitters typically perform poorly, uh, poorer than they would otherwise expect to per- be expected to perform on the road um, were it not right after a home series. And that's the case for all hitters, uh, visiting hitters as well. Um, that's obviously something you can't plan for in your draft, but I'm just saying it's it's a real thing. Um, the cores hang over. And in a week-to-week league, listen, guys go on runs, but if there's a constant factor like having to go on the road after playing at your home park, uh, or not constant, but a consistent factor that you know decreases your performance, you know, he may be useless. He may be unusable. Um during you know many weeks if if he has you know in aggregate in a roto league um he's great i think he's going to be a 270 plus you know average guy although he's bet he's batted 290 the last two years above 290 the last two years so he actually helps you in average whereas his strikeout rate you know in the beginning of his career his first couple of years did not indicate that would be the case um and you know in an average 
I'm sorry, in a roto league, he, he's going to be great. He will get you 30 and 20, or about 30 and 20, maybe more. Um, home runs and stolen bases with a 290 average. I think his OBP is, is about 360, so about a 70-point 70, 70 split there, which which is good. Maybe very good. And, um, and of course, he's in a great lineup. But in a week-to-week, I'm just a little hesitant. I would probably favor Francisco Lindor over Trevor Story. Francisco Lindor is not quite the average guy. Um, and and uh, so, you know, I drop, I drop Trevor Story, whereas I think he's going 6th, 7th, 8th in a lot of leagues. Um, he either goes 6th, 7th, 8th, or just in the second round, in the middle of the second round completely. Because I think people don't buy it. Um, because, you know, he struck out so, so much in his, his first couple of years. Um, so, you know, there are more, there are more thoughts that I have. I think Jose Altuve, even if he only steals eight bases, which is entirely possible. I also wouldn't be surprised if he stole 20 bases. I think Altuve, um, even with some regression, if they change the ball, um, to his, uh, breakout power last year, or if the, you know, if, if the buzzer thing is real and all that, it, even if there's a little bit of regression there, I still think he's 100 RBI, um, 100 runs, uh, maybe not 100 RBI, maybe 90, 90, 90 RBI, 100 runs, maybe 110 runs, and, um, and a 300 hitter, maybe more, with 25 home runs. I think I think that's... A likely outcome for him and even with five to ten stolen bases I think where he's going in the third round is a pretty great deal I would love to get uh, my ideal would be to get Trey Turner in the first who is overvalued but he's young uh, we, we've only seen one season out of him we'll see if he develops a little bit more power hopefully he bats second um, but he's gonna get to 120 runs maybe 130 if he's healthy um, and 40 stolen bases, or you know, at least his floor is 30 stolen bases. Um, his floor, in my opinion, is is a 275 average. His floor, and it looks like his floor, absolute floor, is 15 home runs. And a guy who can get you 40 stolen bases and 120 runs, you know, you're looking at Mookie Betts, sort of, except it's just a, a different, um, you know, spreading out of the home runs and stolen bases at about 60. Um, for for each of those guys, so uh, with their averages, you know, of course, Mookie Betts has a higher average, but I think you're going to see a 300 hitter out of Trey Turner for most of his career, right around there. Um, so I I plan on getting Trey Turner in the first round if I can, um, you know, reaching maybe a little bit, then Max Scherzer, and then in the third round Jose Altuve, and um, not punting on stolen bases, but I probably won't get another stolen base guy until Jonathan VR. Um, and hopefully I can get him, you know, in the fourth or fifth round. I'm not entirely sure I buy 24 home runs, but he is in Camden Yards. He's hit around 20 home runs before his breakout in 2016. I think he had 16 to 19 home runs and, I don't know, like 40-something, 50 stolen bases. He had a BABIP that, even though he is a fast guy, um, was probably unsustainable in the high 300s. But, 
Um, he has bounced back in the American League in that lineup, um, and I don't see any reason to believe that he won't be stealing bases in that lineup. It's not like he's got a whole bunch of sluggers behind him. Um, so, and he has good patience. So, um, that's my plan going in. We'll see how it, uh, how it plays out, uh, going forward. And I'll talk about how I change my plan, uh, if I do. Okay. The league is open and two and a half minutes will draft. I do have the second pick, which means I have the... 23rd pick as well. I don't love this position. I don't love this position. Um, I will be prioritizing Christian Yelich over probably the number one pick, um, Ronald Acuna. Uh, if Acuna drops to me, um, I will take him there. I actually have Yelich as my number one guy um, over Trout. Um, unless it's a points league, and over Acuna. I think he's a 330-30 guy, and a 30-plus 30 guy um, with plenty of opportunity to uh, drive in runs, obviously. You get 120 RBI, and, and uh, I think he'll probably be around the 20-25 stolen base range. It's just a point in people's careers, uh, especially for power hitters in powerful lineups who can score runs where they can steal bases, they do still have the speed. I, I'm not saying it has anything to do with the knee injury, but they just stop. Um, and, you know, he's still young, what, 26, 27, um, but they stop because they don't need to and they don't need to get injured, and, you know, stolen bases is always a, a risk. Um, but But that's where... I plan on on going in that with that second pick. I got about uh, 45 seconds left, um, so let's talk about that 23rd pick and what I think I might try to do with it. It's possible at a second base position that is not deep. I might want to reach for uh, what do I want to reach for? Uh, Jose Altuve. Um, there's a there's a possibility that Jose Altuve uh, won't be there at uh, 24 plus two at 26, and then I don't see another pick again for a long while. Um, so I, I'll have Yelich, um, which is a better version of Trey Turner, and instead of going after a starting pitcher. I'll go ahead and uh, try to get um, Altuve, and I'll, I'll go starting pitcher later on. I have some picks, Carlos Carrasco, Corey Kluber. Okay, Mike Trout went first. First. Okay, okay, let's turn this down. Come on. It's not that exciting. Mike Trout went first. I think that's a mistake. I think, actually, they should have went Yelich. And, um, of course, there is... Uh, uh, that is not what I should do, um, and I'm going to pick Christian Yelich. And I drafted Christian Yelich, and I'm very happy with that. Um, I would have been happy with Acuna. I uh, would have been happy with Trout, I guess, but I, I just don't think he's going to be running. His OBP is going to be great, but this is, but this is not a this is not a point. 
this isn't a points league, so Christian Yelich, uh, the OBP for Mike Trout is not a significant upgrade um, over. It's just it's, just, it's not going to help him as much, aside from being knocked in uh, many many times. Um, but I, I don't think he's going to get the RBI opportunities, um, stolen base. I think he's he's not going to steal bases, and um, I just don't think he's going to score as many runs. Although. Uh, with Anthony Rendon, you know, those numbers should pop up a little bit. And, and Shohei Otani, provided he gets 500 at-bats. So the third pick of the draft is up right now, and I don't know why they haven't taken Trout. Trout seems like the pretty obvious third pick. Um, it's a minute and a half, so, you know, some people probably aren't in this league, which makes this kind of stupid. Um, he's got 15 seconds left, and it's it's going to go Trout because it's going to be an auto pick after that. Sorry, I'm also eating. Okay, so pick three, two, one, is Mike Trout. Um, if I were, if I had the fourth pick, hey buddy, if I had the fourth pick, I would probably go Mookie Betts. Um, that's who is next in line. That's who they have them here on ESPN. They have Francisco Lindor fifth. And interestingly enough, they have Trevor Story at 19. So, you know, that could actually be a steal. Um, I'm not going to get him at 23. Um, so, you know, but if I did have, you know, something like the fifth or sixth pick, and he were available at 19, that, that would be a steal. Okay, so Mookie Betts does go to the number four team. Um, at this point, if I had the number five pick, <clears throat> I would be looking at Cody Bellinger, and he goes right off the board at number five. So the number six pick here is interesting. You can go a lot of different ways. Nolan Arenado is probably going to stay in Coors Field. I don't think that's an issue. Um, I, I would consider jumping up and getting Trey Turner. I would. Um... Over Francisco Lindor. I think he has a higher batting average ceiling. I think he has obviously more stolen bases. Um, the durability is about the same, right? And Nolan Arenado goes six. You can't really go wrong there, but it looks like stolen bases um, haven't yet begun their run. Although it's we're talking about the sixth, you know, the sixth pick. Um, but it's interesting, Nolan Arenado has gone, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th, something like that, in favor of, um, you know, Francisco Lindor, um, uh, even uh, Trevor Story, Trey Turner, even, you know, somebody who chipped in 12 stolen bases and everyone's going gaga over that in uh, Juan Soto. Uh, we'll see what pick number seven does. They have Lindor, Bregman, Cole, Soto, DeGrom available. Uh, Max Scherzer, their rating is 13th, so it looks like People will, will probably pick Scherzer far before, you know, well, I have the 23rd pick anyway, so that doesn't matter. Uh, but we'll see where, where 7 goes. I would probably, at this point, have to go Lindor because of stolen bases. So Lindor does go number 7. Number 8 was a very quick Eric Cole. Number 9 was Jacob deGrom. Okay, so we may see... Not necessarily a run on stolen bases, but on starting pitching here. 
which is fine because <clears throat> my draft position, 2, 23, 26, I'm not going to get, since I already picked Yelich and I have to, can't take a pitcher there, I'm already not going to get an ace because I'm not going to pick a pitcher at 23rd, you know, unless someone really drops to me for some reason. Uh, you know, if a Max Scherzer is there, I'm, I'm taking him, but I'm not going to get one of the four guys. I'm not going to get Walker Bueller at 23. I don't believe in Jack Flaherty. I don't believe in Mike Clevenger. So it doesn't look like I'm going to get an ace-ace. Definitely not in the top tier, and it depends how you tier it. Almost certainly not in the top two. I'm probably going to start prioritizing stolen bases now and see if I can get a clear advantage with either 23 or 26 in stolen bases at a position um, that is, you know, not so deep. Um, maybe Jose Ramirez, hopefully he falls to me at 23. Although if people are smart, uh, I would doubt that. So we got 10 seconds on the board for pick number 10. We still have two of our elite elite starting pitchers on the board in Scherzer and Verlander. Cole and DeGrom are gone. So we'll see where this goes. The pick was Alex Bregman. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of Alex Bregman in any way, shape, or form. Good. Juan Soto's gone. So I still might have some stolen base um, people available to me. Juan Soto has become a bit of a favorite pick. I'm not sure he's going to get much better than what he's doing, although I did predict that he wasn't going to have the power he had last year because of some of the, you know, the, the home run to fly ball rate. It didn't look sustainable, and he did do it. He kept it up, but I just don't think he's going to steal 12 bases. Maybe ever again in his career. So the 12th pick went Raphael Devers, Max Scherzer. Um, Verlander goes, then Freeman goes. Now people are starting to pay attention. That swing pick of Devers and Scherzer, I think Scherzer is an okay pick at 13. Devers is not a good pick. Um, you know, I'm not sure that Devers is going to have a better year than... You know, what's-his-face in Minnesota? J.D. Martinez goes with the fourth pick. Um, who am I talking about? Josh Donaldson. Although, obviously, you know, one player's healthy. The other isn't, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't think that's a very good pick. Verlander's a great pick. Trey Turner's gone. Jose Altuve is now gone. And I'm up in four picks. Trey Turner, Justin Verlander... J.D. Martinez, Jose Altuve. I still have Tre Trevor Story left. No, I don't. Trevor Story is gone. I'm up in four picks. So now I'm looking at maybe... I really don't want to go Anthony Rendon. I don't. Aaron Judge goes. That's great. I don't believe in him. Jose Ramirez is still at 28. I'm up in three picks. I think there's a good chance I'm going to get him. And I feel really good about him being a first-round talent. So getting him at, at 23, I think is, you can't really call it a steal, but it, it's going to be a, a value pick.
Anthony Rendon went at 21. And then, uh, and then Javier Baez went at 23. They're telling me I should pick Bryce Harper, Charlie Blackman, Walker Bueller, etc. Chris Sale, George Springer. Jose Ramirez is the obvious pick. And then I'm set. I got two guys uh, with great stolen base potentials. And I have my third pick coming up. Um, in which case, I might take Walker Bueller. So Pete Alonzo goes 24th. Uh, and then Bryce Harper goes 25th. And now I have Walker Bueller or Chris Sale. That's my decision. Guys available right now are Charlie Blackman, who is a strong pick. Although, I don't think he's ever going to steal 15 bases again. Um, Charlie Blackman, Walker Bueller, George Springer. I don't love George Springer. He, he never steals bases. Chris Sale, Giancarlo Stanton, forget about it. Jordan Alvarez is not, doesn't have a good floor. Jack Flaherty, I don't believe in. Um, and then you start getting into, you know, other, you know, Chris Bryant, Strasburg, Starling Marte. Xander Bogarts is a strong pick. Um... I do want to get a second baseman, uh, but I think at this point I need an ace, and I think I'm going to go Walker Bueller. And I did, and I, I really would have liked to take Chris Sale. It's just I don't know what's going to happen to you know his injury, to his elbow. But I think. Walker Bueller, they're going to let him throw 200 innings. I think he got about 170, 180 last year. Um, so we're looking pretty good. Now, I don't pick, again, for, you know, for another 15 picks or whatever. Charlie Blackman goes after me at 3-3. At 3-4, uh, Jordan Alvarez goes. Those are both good picks. I just don't know. We don't have a big sample size of Jordan Alvarez. I mean, he could be as good as people think Luis Robert is going to be. He could not be. Um, you know, you've seen players come up, dominate, and then the league adjust to him. Obviously, a Trey Turner hit 342 in his rookie year. Jack Flaherty goes, I, I don't hate the pick. Third round, fifth pick. Jack Flaherty, I think that's good. I think there was, oh, Chris Sale's up on the board. See, I would take Chris Sale over Jack Flaherty. Um, you know, I don't know. Any given day, I may take Chris Sale over Walker Bueller, it's really about where they drop to and, you know, how secure I am that I'll get another solid ace, but I had to go floor. Uh, Xander Bogarts goes. That's fine. Xander Bogarts could not have as good a year as Corey Seager, and Corey Seager is probably the 20th ranked shortstop, all right? I might have three shortstops on my team. I got a middle infield position. I should have mentioned that. A first and third, and then two uti no, one utility spot. Manny Machado <laughs> goes around three, pick eight. That's embarrassing. Uh, three, seven was George Springer. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Right now, Chris Sale is on the board. People are avoiding him. Uh, there's no way that he gets to me. Um, I believe I am in, ten, you know, 15 more picks away. But whoever gets Chris Sale, you know, it's looking like in the fourth round is, is going to get a deal. Uh, after Manny Machado at 3-9 is Anthony Rizzo. Somebody picked Chris Sale at 3-10. Uh, I guess I was holding out hope. Then Giancarlo Stanton, which is stupid. Starling Marte, which I also think is stupid. 
Uh, he had a career year last year. Uh, Steven Strasburg goes, that's a good pick. Glaber Torres, don't believe in him. Uh, Blake Snell, I think, is a good pick in the fourth round. Um, and now we're looking at starting pitchers. Uh, let's see. Let's quickly rank by position. Um, dude, rank by position. What's going on here? Um, I don't like this. Well, some of the next starting pitchers are Mike Clevenger, uh, Clayton Kershaw, um, Shane Bieber. I love Shane Bieber. Um, do I love him over Clayton Kershaw? Probably. Uh, over Clevenger? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And he's young and he's wise. I will take him. They have Aaron. They have Shane Bieber ranked as the 53rd player in the league. I just, you know, to me, he's the seventh best pitcher in baseball, um, though I might be overvaluing him. Now, at 55, they have Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm looking at Shane Bieber, Fernando Tatis Jr., Cattell Marte. Um, some people above ranked higher is Chris Bryant, Josh Bell, you know, just power guys. We can find power anywhere. Marcelo Zuna, who I think would be a good value in the fifth round. Uh, not great, but pretty good value. Is ranked above Joey Gallo. Come on, I can get Joey Gallo with Miguel Sano. Um, Josh Hader just went. Marcelo Zuna just went. Chris Bryant just went. Perfect. All right, I can get Miguel Sano. Clayton Kershaw just went, and I'm up in four picks. Josh Bell does look like a good value, though. He didn't have a fantastic second half. I don't think he's going to be a contributor in average. He is on the board. Mike Clevenger is there. I'm really looking at Cattell Marte, Shane Bieber, Fernando Tatis Jr. And if I get Fernando Tatis Jr., um, then I can just focus. Ozzy Albies just went. I can focus 100% on power. If I need to get Mike Moustakas at second base, that's fine. I can do that. Um, Jose Ramirez... Uh, Christian Yelich, they'll give me batting average um, opportunities. Fernando Tatis uh, will likely lead off, so, you know, I got a 1-2 and a 3-hitter. That That's not a bad place to be. Um, and, of course, I still have my ace, Walker Buehler. Uh, I think he's he's better than Shane Bieber right now. Uh, Long term, I think Shane Bieber will, will have more pitches to work with. Uh, but who cares about that? This is just not a keeper league. It's a regular league. You know, Cattell Marte, somebody picked Nelson Cruz. I'm not saying that's bad. Nelson Cruz and then Josh Bell. And I'm not a guy who is afraid to get a regular slugging first baseman. Miguel Sano in, you know, I don't know, the 12th round. Um, and, and pop him there at first, provided he has first base eligibility. I'm on the clock now, 110, 1 minute, 10 seconds. They want me to pick Mike Clevenger, Joey Gallo, Eddie Rosario, Paul Goldschmidt. And then we reach... Cattell Marte. I think he's going to come down to earth a little bit. Shortstop is deep, but it, I really, it's really tempting to pick Jose Ramirez, Christian Yelich, and Fernando Tatis. Do I want to pick? Do I have confidence that I'll be able to find pitchers to make up for not taking Bieber right now in the later rounds. I do. I have more confidence in my ability to to look at some pitchers. I'm looking at Luke Weaver, you uh, Darvish in the next round if he falls to me in the fifth round. Um, and I have a pick and three picks. So I'm going to hope Shane Bieber comes to me. If not, whatever. I think 
boom, Fernando Tatis Jr. Now I'm set for stolen bases. Anyone else who chips in, it's a bonus. I have three guys who can steal 30 bases, um, and that's pretty solid. And I still have my ace. And by the way, those guys can also hit 20-plus home runs um, at the shortstop position. I know it's very deep, but um, Fernando Tatis did show some power. So Shane Bieber went. That's a really good pick. Uh, right after me and two spots before my next pick. So now I'm looking at probably a Cattell Marte uh, at, at my second base. I really hope this guy does not pick Cattell Marte because I will find some pitching. Um, but second base for me is Ho- Jose Altuve, DJ LeMayu, and um, Cattell Marte. And then there's a drop-off. Then, you know, you're looking at guys like uh, Moustakis. I'm not saying he's... The fourth pick, but, you know, he's probably the 10th or, or 11th. But, you know, guys like that who can't contribute in all categories. Cattell Marte can still steal 10 bases. Um, that's a bonus. I don't even need that. It's just the high average and the way he hit the ball. And, listen, it was not a fluke in the first half of the season. Everyone thought he, you know, would be a bust for the second half. He got better. I traded him because he just had simply never done it before. The batted ball data showed that... He was due for a little regression. Well, he didn't do that. He did not regress. He progressed and became an even better player. Um, So at this point, you know, one full season and a guy who also tore it up in the second half of last season. I'm looking at Cattell Marte, second base, outfield, and shortstop. He's going to be my next pick unless this guy picks him. If I can't get Cattell Marte, I'm looking at Jonathan VR. And I know that's a little crazy. Okay, so Jonathan VR just went. And to me, Jonathan VR might be a better pick on a different team. But right now, I have three guys who can steal 30 bases. Um, I'm probably almost certainly going to take Cattell Marte, but let me take a look down here. Um, Of course, we have closers coming up, and I will let you know my strategy on that. We're just not looking at, at that strong, you know, Charlie Morton's there. He could be a good value. Adalberto Mondesi is there. I just don't need that. Um, Adalberto Mondesi, and now I'm beginning to wonder if you Darvish went. But anyway, I have about 50 seconds left. I don't think I need to belabor it. I'm just going to go ahead and pick Cattell Marte. And there it is. So now I have second base Cattell Marte, third base uh, Jose Ramirez, shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr., which it he's got a floor, but his floor isn't that great, um, and Christian Yelich. That's, my hitters are pretty elite. Okay, and I still have a middle infield position that I can fill with Corey Seager in the 10th round if I want to. Nick Cast- uh, Mike Clevenger went after me, then Nick Castellanos went, and I have some deep deep sort of sleeper hitters. I think uh, Mark Canna can produce. He's got a great walk rate last year. I think Marcus Simeon, um, is, you don't have to pay for him for what he did last year, and I think what he did is sustainable. Joey Gallo just went off the board. That's fine with me. Uh, Miguel Sano, even Hunter Renfro will probably put up similar numbers. Um, and uh, Kirby Yates just went. Okay, so that's interesting. Kirby Yates just went around pick round five, pick seven. Okay, Eddie Rosario just went totally fine with that. But if we start to see closers go, I can't have it and I got to get them. And in fact, I'm not going to prioritize pitching at this point because I have so many pitchers that I, I like and I'm willing to gamble on. Um, to see what happens. I'm putting you Darvish in my queue right now. There's no way he makes it to my next pick, uh, which is, you know, 
15, 16 away, but just in case he does in this league, um, that's going to be a steal. I think he's going to be a top 10 pitcher. What he did in the second half last season was filthy. Uh, but getting back to, I'm not going to prioritize starting pitching because I believe I can find starting pitching in the later rounds. Luke Weaver, um, Carlos Carrasco in a couple of rounds will be a, a great value. You Darvish, if by some chance he falls to me uh, because his overall numbers weren't that great. Jose Abreu just went. Austin Meadows just went. Paul Goldschmidt just went. So that's fine. I'm not going to have a great first baseman. Um, it might just be Miguel Sano with a terrible average. Okay, Araldis Chapman just went. Aaron Nola just went. Eloy Jimenez just went. Now i got to start thinking about, you know, because I have two picks coming up. DJ LeMayu went. Tommy Pham just went. I think he's going to be a bust. I'm up in seven picks. i got to start thinking about back-to-back closers. So I, I will take Darvish if he's still there. I will uh, in six or seven picks. But then i got to take a closer. And I got Osuna up there. Patrick Corbin just went. That's fine. You Darvish is going to be much better than Patrick Corbin. Um, we'll see what happens in the next five or six picks. If you Darvish goes, um, I'm definitely taking Osuna. And I don't know. I might take I might take Kenley Jansen. Uh, I might take Brad Hand. I, I might put Brad Hand over Jansen. Yeah, I will. They got to be careful. Uh, he's pitched a lot of innings in the past, and they're just not going to overuse uh, Kenley Jansen. And I believe they still have a pretty solid bullpen. Chris Paddock, I'm putting in my queue. He's one of those guys that's going around 100 that I think is going to be a, a top 20 pitcher um, and should probably be going in the seventh, eighth round. He probably will. So Reese Hoskins, Carlos Correa just went. Carlos Correa, give me a break. If you want to take Carlos Correa, that's great. I want a lot of shares of him, not in the sixth round. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Um, I don't need a second baseman, but Kesson Hira is still on the board, and you know we're talking about getting near the 70th pick here. JT Realmuto went. That's fine. Um, uh, wait, Gary Sanchez is still on the board. That's absurd. I have to take Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Someone's going to take him. Someone's going to take him. I'm up in four picks. Uh, Matt Chapman just went. All right, so now I have six guys in my queue. Okay, you Darvish, Robert Osuna, Kelly Jansen, Brad Hand. So three closers. Uh, who I think uh, one guy who I think is going to be an elite starter, Gary Sanchez and Chris Paddock. I did not realize Gary Sanchez didn't go in the first six rounds. That's ridiculous. If the two people in front of me don't take him, I'm for sure going to take Gary Sanchez. Um, I didn't talk about catcher that much. Gary Sanchez is the only guy that I would take. In the first 10 rounds, um, I don't believe in JT Realmuto. He is a 780, something like that, 790 career OPS guy, and he's never had a, a season where he even opts 850, uh, I don't think. Um, and he doesn't steal bases anymore. He's in the National League, so he's not going to DH. He's not. He plays a lot. He gets a lot of at-bats, but not as much as you think. Not as much as he did um, earlier in his career when he earned that reputation. Okay, this guy's taking a long time at, at pick 6-9, and I feel like he's deliberating between Sanchez because Whit Merrifield just went stupid. But maybe he needs stolen bases. Uh, and so if this guy takes Gary Sanchez, he'll break my heart. And no, Robert Osuna went, which is fine. 
Um, now I really hope, so Gary Sanchez, I have a question. I'm taking Gary Sanchez. So I will have an elite offense in this league, no question. I only have one starting pitcher. It's Walker Bueller. I do have confidence I'll be able to get some closers, maybe not elite closers, uh, but I will be able to get uh, good starting pitching. Zach Granke just went after, and now there's a pick before my next pick. And if I get you Darvish, I feel like I have two aces in Walker Bueller and you Darvish, and Will Smith just went. Oh, man. So I'm getting you Darvish at uh, pick 74, and I think that's an unbelievable steal. I'm not even going to talk about it. Just selected him. So now I have, I clearly have the best team. Gary Sanchez at catcher. I need a first baseman. Then I have Cattell Marte at second base. Jose Ramirez at third base. Shortstop, I have Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, middle infield I need. First third, the corner infield I need. And then I have Christian Yelich. And then I have four outfield spots. I need to start looking at that. I have a utility spot, which I'll probably fill with Mark Canna, something like that. Charlie Morton just went off the board. Um, and I have Walker Bueller and you Darvish. Victor Robles just went off the board. That's fine. Um, I still have Chris Paddock in my queue. If he happens to make it to Alberto Mondesi, I uh, just went off the board. And because I have four guys who can steal bases, I just don't have to worry about that right now. Um, if Chris Paddock is still on the board, Luis Castillo just went, Matt Olson just went. Again, my first baseman is not going to be, it's not going to be great. Um, and, and I'm fine with that, but he might hit 50 home runs, um, in, uh, in Miguel Sano. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Noah Syndergaard just went. That's fine. I'd rather have, honestly, I'd rather have Chris Paddock. <clears throat> so I'm looking at. Shortstop, I will get way later in the draft. Corner infield, I should look at. I should look at. First base, I need to look at. Eugenio Suarez is on the board still. Um, there's no way he makes it to me. Um, I'm up in, you know, 15. Looking at Chris Paddock is one of my targets, who I think will still be there. It is quite possible I will forego saves. Um, that is something I do sometimes. Um, but for now, I got to start looking at an outfield. For now, I have to start looking for an outfielder and a first baseman. Um, we'll see what we can do. Jeff McNeil is Jeff McNeil is on the board, and I do like him. I do like him, uh, and of course, he's available at the corner infield position, second base, and outfield. Um, Max Muncy is still available at first base. Uh, he could fall to me. Uh, Carlos Carrasco is still available, and if you're telling me I have you Darvish, Carlos Carrasco, and Walker Bueller, um, I'm telling you I just barely got three aces, uh, which obviously not a lot of teams have because I think there are only about 15, 16 potential aces, and really only about, yeah, I guess about that amount uh, I would uh, categorize right now, but, um, you know, another guy that I can go after... Uh, because I think he'll hit for a higher average is, uh, yeah, you have J.D. Davis, but also our Kenley Jansen just went, Liam Hendricks just went, Chris Paddock just went. That's not good. Um, I'm going to forego saves, and in doing so, I will get a great offense, I will complete my great offense, and I will complete <clears throat> uh, my great... Um, Jeff McNeil just went. That's a bummer. I will uh, get a, a great pitching staff um, and hopefully try to dominate four categories. Um, so now I'm looking at 
Oh, everyone in my queue is gone. That's not good. Vladimir Guerrero just went. Kesson Hira just went. I'm totally fine with that. Um, now I'm starting to look at Lucas Giolito. Carlos Carrasco, Yohan Mancada just went. I'm up in four picks. I could try to grab a closer with uh, Rizal Iglesias, however you pronounce his name. I might have to. I might have to grab him. Luis Severino just went. Corey Kluber I'm putting on uh, my list. Um, yeah, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to get enough closers. Lucas Giolito just won. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd rather have Carlos Carrasco. Um, Zach Gallen is another pitcher. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I'm going to be able to, you know, get in a couple of rounds and um, and sh should be should be pretty great. Okay, uh, who went? Lucas Giolito, Michael Brantley. Wait, that's so embarrassing. Okay, so I have Josh Donaldson uh, available. I have Max Muncie available. You know, at this point, I do need a first baseman. I do really need a first baseman. It's up to Carlos Carrasco or or Max Muncy. And I see Miguel Snow is not available as a first baseman, just a third baseman. Hopefully in three picks, Carlos Carrasco will still be there. Let me look at my queue. I have Carlos Carrasco, Corey Kluber, Zach Gallen, uh, Josh Donaldson, and Max Muncy. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Muncy. Um, I don't want to be completely left out on a first baseman. Yeah, I took Muncy. I'm not thrilled with that pick, but um, I would say in this league, round 8, pick 12. Um, sorry, pick 11. You know, I'm pretty good there. Now I'm definitely looking at Carrasco. Carrasco. Um, other guys, I'm going to target Jorge Soler. Uh, I'm going to try to get him in the Oh, he just went. So Jorge Soler just went. Um, Trey Mancini just went. Um, let me just take a good look. Because um, I am up right now. I have Franny Reyes. Who I think will drop to me in round 10. Uh, Corey Kluber. I could go Ken Giles. But I think... Yeah, I think I'm just going to go Carrasco and, and get three aces. And i got to be honest with you, I'm thrilled with that. Um, if Carlos Carrasco is my third pitcher, and I think you Darvish will be my second best pitcher, Josh Donaldson just went off the board. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be... I don't think I'm, I'm going to have a problem uh, accumulating wins. All those guys uh, could get 200. Um, they'll definitely get 200. Uh, strikeouts, and I think they will get 200 innings. Um, Corey Kluber is on my board. Zach Gallen. If those guys can be my four and five, which I don't think they can be, but if if they can be, um, you know, I'm pretty dominant there. Um, and then you know, during the season, uh, we'll look at the team, and um, I never rely on trades, although I endlessly try to trade to make my team better. Why wouldn't I? But um, I can pick up. Closers, just closers for closers' sake, and my averages will will be just fine um, because I um, I have some pretty elite pitching, or at least three near elite pitchers um, in Walker Bueller, Yu Darvish, and Carlos Carrasco. Um, and I think I'm going to pause there.
Um, and, um, yeah. Okay, Kyle Schwarber just went. Shohei Otani just went. I know it's round nine, but... I mean, Kyle Schwarber, obviously, was pretty great last year. Um, but I don't know about that. Yasiel Puig just went. Some of the top players available are Bo Bichette, Mitch Haniger, Carlos... No, uh, Trevor Bauer... Miguel Sano, Bo Bichette just went, Jean Segura just went, Trevor Bauer just went, Mitch Haniger just went, Miguel Sano just went, Corey Seager just went. I thought I'd be able to get him later. Lorenzo Kane just went. Yuck. Um, at this point, I've decided I'm not going to go after steals. I'm just not going to do it. It's one category, just like uh, stolen bases. Um, and I just don't think... I should have picked with Carlos Carrasco available, with Gary Sanchez available. I should have been going after a closer. Um, Tyler Glasnow just went, James Paxton, Max Kepler. Tyler Glasnow and James Paxton are not going to be as good as you, Darv, uh, as Carlos Carrasco. And they went in similar spots a little later. But um, So I think I got pretty good value for Carlos Carrasco, the end of the... Um, uh, uh, it, 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 aces. Um, so we'll see what happens. Okay, what do we got here? Mustakis is on the board. Kluber's still there. Fran Mill Reyes. Uh, who do I have? I have Zach Gallen, Fran Mill Reyes, Corey Kluber. I don't need to look at Mustakis. My hitting's gonna be elite, even if I pick. Um, you know, in the 15th round or later, I could probably just, you know, I might start to look at some closers. Uh, I'll put Emilio Pagan there because I'm so strong in every other category. Archie Bradley there. Um, Ken Giles is still on the board. You know what? I'm going to snag two closers. Um, because the closer run kind of ended. And I think if I can get two closers, I'll be in the game, pick up a third. I am pretty damn strong everywhere else. Edwin Diaz is probably going to be my favorite right here. It's interesting, Luis Robert um, hasn't gone yet. He's gone in the top ten in most of my um, leagues. Craig Kimbrell is available. So I'm going to be able to snag two because there are three picks. I'm up in two picks. And then I'm up in three picks after that. I'm going to be able to t snag two closers, and they're not going to be... I, I think they'll... I'm, I'm betting on some bounce backs here. There's no question about it, okay? But I think they're going to keep their jobs, and these are the guys who I'm looking at here. Can't believe I got Gary Sanchez in, what, the eighth round, seventh round? Okay, uh, Corey Clute. No, I'm sorry. Um, Emilio Pagan, Archie Bradley. Okay, but Ken Giles, uh, who has, when he's in a... Uh, Closing situation has always dominated. He kind of melted down in Houston, but um, not not when he closed, just when he came in in a non-safe situation. So I'm looking at Edwin Diaz almost certainly, and then I think I'm probably going to go Jose Leclerc. And I'm looking for bounce-back seasons for them on both of them. Um, but I feel pretty strongly that the skill set is there and that uh, because of their deals... You know the long term, um, the long term uh, uh, was was kept in mind last year in taking them out. So Corey Kluber just went, Gavin Lux, Mike Mustakis, and uh, now I have, oh, now I have the ability to draft Edwin Diaz, and I'm drafting him. I got him. So my pitching staff is Walker Bueller, Hugh Darvish, Carlos Carrasco, and Edwin Diaz. 
Um, in round 10, you know, that's not bad. Uh, four, four pitchers. And I'm going to fill that puppy out with Luke Weaver, Zach Gallen in, uh, in later rounds. And my hitting is a little... I have catcher. I have all the infield positions. I, I need a corner infield and a middle infield. Um, I do need four more outfielders. Emilio Pagan just went, so that's fine. Um, I am going to get a second closer here, though, that I think will keep his job. Um, oh, no, Corey Kluber didn't go. That's fine. Mike Soroka went. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at Leclerc versus Giles. I'm going to go Leclerc. Um I have in my queue Corey Kluber, Zach Gallen, Archie Bradley, Ken Giles, Craig Kimbrell, Jose Leclerc, Herman Marquez. I'm gonna go Leclerc. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna go Leclerc. And so I now I have two closers um, and two guys with really high ceilings. Uh, Corey Kluber just went right after that. I'm okay with that. I mean that's pretty ridiculous in around 11. I just didn't need starting pitching. I have what I consider to be three aces. Although you know Corey Kluber even in Texas could sneak into that ace position. Marcus Simeon shortstop just went. I think that's a great pick at at pick um, 11-4. Um, and Ken Giles just went. Um, so, you know, now I have Archie Bradley, Craig Kimbrell, um, two guys who I think will get the majority of saves and keep their, um, keep their jobs. Um, so I got to think about maybe getting a third closer here. Um, as we look down... Um, to get closers, mm. yeah, there aren't too many great closers available that I think will keep their jobs. Nick Anderson is a guy to look at. Emilio Pagan already went. Um, I think he, he could just be a great guy to get you, uh, averages. Uh, Giovanni, um, Gallegos will likely get a lot of saves with Carlos Martinez going to the rotation. Um, and then, you know, I don't know. We're just, you're just not looking that great. Jose Barrios went, Adam Eaton, um, Aristides Aquino went. Um, you know, I think this is a spot where I could probably pick two more closers and be dominant. Although Archie Bradley just went, um, I'm probably up in about 15 more picks. Carlos uh, Santana just went. That's actually really good. I mean, it's not a points league. It's not an OBP league, but that's pretty dang good for round 11. Franmil Re oh, no, Franmil Reyes is off the board. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, Craig Kimbrell is still there. Kevin Biggio went. Andrew McCutcheon. All right, so this is a chump league. Um, but if I can get Craig Kimbrell... Um, and Giovanni Gallegos, I will now go four closers. I just didn't think... I guess, I guess in retrospect, there are more guys who I think have, you know, a grade seven secure job in this league. Um, Hyunjin Ryu just went. Kyle Tucker just went. I do need four outfield outfielders to come and there's just no guarantee that they're going to be there for me eduardo escobar just went that's a really good pick uh madison bumgarner went malik smith those are those are terrible picks um you know one category guy in malik smith and not necessarily going to get you know 600 plate appearances, 500 plate appearances yuli guriel just went it's an interesting pick round 12 that's good okay luis robert just went and i'm up in three picks um if I can get Craig Kimbrell, I'm going to take him. 
I'm going to take him. And then after that, I definitely need to prioritize outfield because I need four more outfielders. Mm, could go Justin Turner, too, though, at, at third base. He's highly undervalued. But if we're looking at outfielders, there's, of course, David Dahl. Um, and I, I, yeah, I could put him there. I don't know. Um, but and then we have Shinsen Chu. You know, A.J. Pollock, these are kind of the guys I, I put myself in position uh, to take. Byron Buxton, uh, Nick Senzel. I do like Willie Calhoun. Uh, I could draft him. C.J. Crone just went. Chris Davis just went. Um, you know, what other what other outfielders, you know, could I really be looking at? I do like Willie Calhoun. Um, it might just be the case that my outfield is not fantastic. Um which will obviously be the case. Um, and so now I'm looking at... Mm, got about one minute left. And I do like Andy Diaz. He doesn't have outfield eligibility. Um, I'm looking down my depth chart here. Domingo Santana is not with a team right now. Brandon Nimmo sucks. Hunter Renfro blows. Mm. Yeah, all right, well... Now... I think I'm going to go Craig Kimbrell's still on the board. I got to go Craig Kimbrell. All right, so now I got three closers. Um, I'm pretty set there. I have three pitchers, three closers. I still have Zach Gallen, Herman Marquez in my pocket, uh, Giovanni Gallegos, uh, Willie Calhoun. I just don't know that Willie Calhoun is going to provide much more than Mark Canna. Um, different categories, of course, but I can take Mark Canna later on um, and J.D. Davis later on. I don't want to be stuck with two or three holes, though, in my lineup that had a really good chance to be elite with Gary Sanchez, Max Muncy, Cattell Marte, Jose Ramirez, and Fernando Tatis Jr. I understand there are five outfield spots and a corner and a middle infielder, but so everyone's going to have holes is my point, but yeah, I don't know. Mitch Garver just went. The guy just went right before me. I think I can wait on Willie Calhoun. Um... I'm just not sure. Yeah, Ryan McMahon just went, who's not even guaranteed playing time. So um, I obviously have my first baseman, and he's only first base eligible in this league. So, you know, now I'm looking at Gallegos. Um, see if there's any update on him. No. Zach Allen's there. Uh, I mean, I have three aces, but... Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm looking at Gallegos, Gallen, and Calhoun. I, I just might have to take Zach Gallen and hope that one crappy closer is around later on. You do have Justin Turner, man. Justin Turner's got to be the best pick out there. It's a corner infield position. You know what? I'm taking Justin Turner just in case I get stuck with some outfield uh, holes I don't want to get stuck um, and I think Justin Turner for when he plays um, will be in that third tier of third third base uh, but is really really great um, you know I'm sorry third base is really really great and he was probably the best hitter available Yasmani Grandal Justin Upton Eduardo Rodriguez goes above I mean go, goes after me and I'm up in about 15, 16 picks. You know, but now I'm looking at maybe guys like uh, 
you know, Shinsu Chu, uh, Carlos Martinez just went, Miguel Andujar just went, total wild card. I get Miguel, I mean, I get Justin Turner a couple spots before Miguel Andujar. I think that's great. Um, maybe higher upside with Miguel Andujar. Byron Buxton just went. But I'm looking at guys like Shinsu Chu, who is kind of perennially, um, you know, underrated, but not that great. I see Sonny Gray is on the board. He's not going to be a top 20 or 25 pitcher like he was last year. He just won't be, but um, that's possible. Uh, he had a really great year. Uh, Brian Anderson, Oscar Mercado just went. These are embarrassing picks. Um, I still have the middle infield to worry about. Paul DeJong, Ahmed Rosario just went. That's fine. Um, I still think I'm Sean Doolittle just went. Uh, that's a big one. Uh, but injury concern, you know, I might go Tim Anderson just to make sure he did hit like what? three thirty something last year. Brandon Woodruff just went. David Dahl just went. I'm up in eight picks. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Tim Anderson's still on the board. Um, hmm. I need an outfielder. I need an outfielder. Jacques Peterson just went. Not enthused about him. David Dahl, I was never enthused about. But I do like his skill set, obviously, in that ballpark. Sonny Gray just went. That's a great pick in round 14. Zach Wheeler just went. Uh, Herman Marquez is still on the board for me. Uh, I do have Brandon Workman, um, who I might pick. Um, I do believe in his curveball. Um he just doesn't allow hits. He walks people, and I think that's appropriate in this day and age to be willing to walk people, something Shane Bieber could probably work at. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm going to cut this pick off at, uh, I mean, in this um, podcast off at the one hour, and then I'll kind of come back and um, talk to you about my later picks because it's just not as interesting uh, for most people. Um, after we get past, you know, round 15, those last 10 rounds. I mean, it is to me, but um, I don't think people will be paying attention. So we got about 10 minutes left tops. Kyle Hendricks just went. That's a stupid pick. He's terrible. He doesn't strike people out. Tim Anderson just went. That's that's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, you know, at this point, I'm starting to look at... Mm, interesting. I'm starting to look at my starting pitching. Um, is now the time to take Zach Gallen? If they don't take him before me, I 100% am. Great. Tim Anderson went, Scott Kingery, Joey Votto. Joey Votto before Zach Gallen. What kind of league is this? Zach Gallen is drafted. I mean, he could be a top 20 pitcher next year, starting pitcher. Um... I already have three closers. It would be nice to get a fourth, but then I'm really putting off my outfield positions. The problem is, the best outfielder I see right now that I like, Hansel Robles just went, is Willie Calhoun. And he's just not great. Elvis Andrews just went. Um, I do need a middle infielder, right? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, Brandon Lowe. Brandon Lau, rather. Should be okay. Nick Senzel. Um, let's see, who do I got in my queue? Herman Marquez. Herman Marquez. Nick Anderson. Uh, Gallegos. Willie Calhoun. And Shinsu Chu. I have Shinsu Chu there. Um, 
It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, could go Lourdes Gurriel in, in the 15th round. I don't know. Could go Daniel Murphy, too. You know what? I'm going to take a chance on Daniel Murphy that he has a bounce-back year and in cores, and he's uh, for second base. And later on, I will take Garrett Hampson as insurance for that. So that's an interesting pick, but listen, if if Daniel Murphy is going to drop to the 15th round, it's a pretty big upside, even though I would predict that he's he's not going to do very well. Uh, Matt Boyd just went. Brandon Lau just went. Now I got four outfield positions still open. Max Freed just went. And did I take a pitcher? I took Zach Gallen. I have four good pitchers. I think are going to be top 20 pitchers. I'm good. Wilson Contreras just went. Salvador Perez just went. So now I'm looking at outfield positions. I'll put Nomar Mazzaro there. Uh, he is on the White Sox. Better ball. Well, I don't know if that's a better ballpark than Texas, but... Maybe a better lineup. Maybe a better lineup. I'll put Lourdes Gurriel there um, on my watch list. Because um, right now for my hitters, all I have is four outfielders and a utility spot. Uh, I'm going to put Danny Santana there. Um, he's going to be on my queue. Uh, you know, these are the kind of guys that I'm going to have to do. He was a 2020 guy last year. Um, let's not ignore that. I, he hit 283. He sustained some things. I don't need 21 more stolen bases. I really don't, but he had 28 home runs. So I'm putting Danny Santana on there. Brandon Workman just went. Salvador Perez just went? Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, Hunter Renfro I'm going to put on there just for pure power. Um, listen, I think people are sleeping on Luke Voigt. I just don't need a, a, a first baseman. Um, I don't. Although, I could. I could. I'm going to put him on there. I can move Max Muncie to second base. Could tell Marte to the outfield. That's what I'll do. Nick Senzel just went. Wilson Ramos just went. Um, that's interesting. Shinsu Chu just went. AJ Pollock. Masahiro Tanaka, you know, so this is kind of why I want to end it pretty soon. Hermen Marquez just went. That's a good pick. You know, it's a gamble, but Hector Neris just went. Um, David Peralta, do we believe in a, a David Peralta bounce back with, with 12 home runs last year? I just don't know if we do. Don't know if we do. Um, probably not. Tommy Edmond is a good pick. Mark Canna, I'm going to put on there, but he's going to be available way late. Um, we're already around pick 200 right now. I'm up in seven picks. Um, I should probably get Luke Weaver on my list. And J.D. Davis. Um, I just think those guys are really good. I do. Um... There it is, J.D. Davis. Uh, Danny Santana just went. That's a bummer. Frankie Montas, Andrew Miller just went. Who was the other guy I was looking for? I got J.D. Davis in my queue. Uh, Mark Canna, Brian Reynolds just went. Uh, Mark Canna's already in my queue. Okay, that's good. Um, who was I just talking about I should put in my queue? God dang it. Uh, Alex Colomay. Um, is coming up 
Did Nelson Lamette, I mean, Alex Colome went. Didi Gregorius went. That's embarrassing. Okay, so now I'm looking at my queue. I'm up right now. I have Willie Calhoun available. Ah, Willie Calhoun or... Or uh, Willie Calhoun or Luke Voigt. Or J.D. Davis. My gosh. Uh, I think he'll get 30 home runs. What did he get last year in limited time? Obviously, he got 21... Yeah, I don't know about that. I think I'm going to go J.D. Davis. Uh, he's also got third base eligibility, which um, I don't need, but um, does have it in case I have an injury to either Justin Turner or... Okay, I'm going to end on this last pick, Justin Turner or Jose Ramirez. Uh, I'm going to end on this last pick, which is in two picks. So who just went after me? Mike Miner just went. Um, and Sean Manaya just went. That's not a bad pick either. So let's look at my team. I got Gary Sanchez, Max Muncy at first base, second base, Cattell Marte, Jose Ramirez at third base, Fernando Tatis Jr. at shortstop, Daniel Murphy at a middle infield position. Um, corner infield position is Justin Turner. Then I have Christian Yelich, J.D. Davis. Then I have three empty outfield spots and a utility spot. I'm going to pick an outfielder in my last pick that I'm going to have on this podcast right here, but Walker Bueller is uh, my ace. My SP2 is you Darvish. I love him. Um, my SP3 is Carlos Carrasco. I love him there. Then I have Zach Gallen as my SP4. I like him there. Um, Edwin Diaz, Jose Leclerc, and Craig Kimbrell. I'm counting on bounce back seasons, but the ceiling is incredibly high there. I have to pick an outfield position here. And right now in my queue... 30 seconds left. All I have is Willie Calhoun, Nomar Mazzara, Luke Voigt, who is at first base, but I can I can you know move people so that that fills an empty spot for me. I don't know if Mark is quite worth it there. I'm gonna go Luke Voigt. I think that's a great pick. I can put him at first bunts, first bunts, first base, Max Muncy. I can move to second base and put Cattell Marte in the outfield. Um, and so now I will have um, a utility position and two outfield spots uh, to get and fill out with uh, my starting pitching with uh, Luke Weaver, you know, people like that, uh, that that people have forgotten. All right, that concludes it. Uh, let me know what you think about um my picks, uh, but that's what I was thinking when I made my picks.